Have you ever bought a course and not finished it? Yep, me too. (laughs) Several, in fact. And maybe, like me, that bothered you. Maybe you felt guilty about having spent good money on something and failed to complete it. Maybe you even beat yourself up a bit for not showing up for that money that you spent, wishing that you could just find the time to get to it feeling the pressure that the course has been adding to your already long to-do list. Yep, raise my hand because I have been there. (laughs) On today's show, I want to let you off the hook. If you bought a course and didn't finish it, didn't even open it, or didn't get the results you were hoping for, hear this. It's not your fault, my love. I'm going to be sharing the five common reasons why courses fail us as mothers and business owners and sharing some great takeaways to help you let go of that guilt, make better decisions next time, and some really valuable insight if you have your own course or you're thinking of creating one. Let's get into this topic. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother, not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, limitless mothers. How the devil are you? Are you having a glorious summer so far? I am actually. So we are slap bang in the middle of the Limitless Money launch over here. Enrollment is open. I'm just having the best time. Whoever said that launching has to be stressful is crazy. Don't believe that rubbish. What a load of tosh. (laughs) Speaking of which, the doors are open on Limitless Money right now, but they are closing this week if you are listening to this as this is coming out. So they are closing during the week commencing the 15th of July. So if you haven't already signed up, oh my days, my love, please don't miss out on this. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. But actually, just as a really quick side note, I do know why launching can feel stressful to some people, partly because they've believed this story that it just has to be stressful, but also partly because if your mindset isn't on point, it can really be a bit of a head bleep (laughs) you know it can f with your head (laughs) launching if you're not careful if you're not doing what you need to do to keep your mindset on point because really all that's different about being in a launch week than being in a normal business week is that maybe you write an extra few emails maybe you do some extra promotional posts maybe you do something else like do live streams or extra podcast episodes or extra YouTube videos, whatever it is, the thing that you're doing. But that's it. It doesn't actually have to be stressful. Anywho, speaking of which, have you been loving my Limitless Mothers Make Limitless Money live stream extravaganza over on Facebook? It's been so much fun doing it so far. I hope you've been enjoying it too. So as I'm recording this, I have done days one to three. And so there will be days four, 
five and six coming up for you and possibly day four is already live as you're listening to this so if you haven't been over there hanging out with us and enjoying all of these topics then definitely join in the fun. So today I want to talk to you about why courses have failed you and that it's not your fault. I've talked a little bit, I've been quite vocal about courses in the past, but I really want to dig into why they've failed you because, hey, they've failed me too, (laughs) and why it's not your fault because I think it's really important to understand this so that there's a few things. I think we need to make peace with the money that we've spent on courses, and I'll come back to why that's so important. But I think we need to feel like we know what we should be investing in. So there's some real takeaways today to really help you on that front. And also, I think if you are listening and you've entertained the idea of creating your own course, then this is a really important episode to listen to because I really want you to think about how courses have been failing us. And when I say us, I mean us as mother business owners. That's what I know. They might have been failing other people too, but (laughs) this is who we are. So this is what I'm talking about. And so if you've been thinking about creating a course or if you have a course, this is going to be really useful and informative episode for you too because it will hopefully really get you thinking about are you serving your people in the best possible way and I've got some tips for you there too. So if you've ever bought a course this is going to resonate with you and if you've ever created a course or even entertained the idea it's going to be for you too. But let's really dive in to those of you who have bought courses online, because at this point, it kind of seems like everyone has a course online that they're selling. We can't move for courses, right? So the chances are, if you're listening, you've probably bought a course or two before. And we're slap bang in the middle of the information age, aren't we? Which is not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not bashing courses as a concept. I'm not bashing the information age. I think it's incredible that we have so much access to information and knowledge and expertise for free very often or very cheaply. Whereas before you had to enroll in a course and maybe there wasn't a course even where you lived or you had to plow through some kind of dry textbook to learn the things that you want to learn. So I think it is really cool that we live in this age but I do think that the market's becoming saturated and I think there's a lot of lazy practices going on in the world of course creation and I want to just shine a light on some of them today and I want to show you how maybe if you've felt failed by courses how it's not actually your fault so you can let go of that guilt. So maybe you've been one of the many that's bought a course, and I've definitely bought several, um, and you've been maybe disappointed by the content, or maybe you never got round to finishing it, or the worst, maybe you never even started it. And if you're squirming uncomfortably because this is resonating with you, just chill, my love, because it's genuinely not your fault, and we're going to dig into why, so that we can all breathe a sigh of relief and let ourselves off the hook. Ah, and you know me, I'm not really one for letting you off the hook, right? I call you out in the same loving way that I call out my clients, and I call myself out on RBS sometimes, but genuinely, this one is not on you, my love, so let's not carry this one around, okay? So let's dig into the five reasons why courses have failed you. The first one is that the person creating it wouldn't actually use this themselves. Oh, this one really gets me. I hate it when I see people selling a course online for something that they clearly don't use themselves, that they're clearly not making use of right now, or it didn't help them to get to where they are. They're just peddling information because they think they can make 
money off the back of it. I really detest courses that have been made from that place of how can I make money online? And I know that actually that is an easy sort of trap to fall into because if you have an online business, you look around you and you see everybody scaling their businesses by making courses and group programs and memberships. And it's easy to think, oh, okay, so if I want to scale, maybe I'll create a course, for example. But that is the wrong approach. And that's the wrong approach that I've seen so many people make. You do not start with, how do I make money? You do not start with, should I make a course? What should my course be about? And I even see courses out there (laughs) being sold, teaching you how to create your first course. And it comes from the wrong place so often because it comes from this, hey, go and make yourself more money, make a course. It's the wrong place. We should be starting from, if if you are considering creating a course, we should always be starting from a place of how can I best serve my audience What kind of result can I facilitate? And then from there, what's the appropriate container for it? Is it a course? Is it something else? Is it one-to-one? Do you see the difference there? So if courses have failed you, one of the reasons might well be that the person who created that wasn't really in integrity when they created it. They were creating it from this less than desirable place of creating something to make themselves money and not from a genuine place of service and really wanting to help you and really wanting to share with you the things that they are genuinely doing and using in their lives and businesses. Okay, so that's one of the reasons why courses may have failed you. The second reason is that there's just too much damn information in them. Oh, information overload. And so if you buy a course and there's just a ton of stuff in it, then you need to wade through the content to get to the information that you really need. Hands up who's been there. I've definitely bought courses before and just been like, oh, clicking next through module after module, trying to get to the salient information, trying to get to the answer that I purchased this course for. It's really frustrating. Lots of fluff, lots of padding, and just too much crammed into one course. Now, I know that it's sometimes it comes from a, a genuine place. Sometimes it comes from a genuine desire to serve. And because in fact, um, I have saved a couple of clients before from cramming too much into their courses. And it, it doesn't come from a bad intention. It's from this desire to, oh, well, I know this and this and this and this. And so I want to put it into a course. So sometimes it's not fluff and filler. Sometimes it's genuine information, but often it's just too much. Really with a course, the ideal is that it is just the salient information that you need no more and no less. As mothers with businesses, the last thing we need is information overload. Am I right? Like I've become allergic to information overload. Seriously, I'm really strict with my content consumption now. I won't listen to a podcast episode if I think that all it's going to do is add to my to-do list. I won't read a book on business anymore because I feel like I know enough about what I'm doing and I prefer to trust my instinct. I basically try not to consume information that's going to make me feel overloaded and will only serve the purpose of giving me too many ideas, too many things I think I need to do and therefore pressure. And so this can really easily happen with courses when there's just too much information in them and It's just giving you more to do rather than solving your problem, right? And so that's one of the reasons you've probably seen me being very committed to only giving the right information at the right 
time. So for example, with the Limitless Mother template shop, if you haven't been over there, by the way, check it out, corriejavid.com forward slash shop. Um, over there, the reason that I came up with that concept was because I knew that there I was sitting on a load of shortcuts that you could be using in your business. I had refined certain ways of doing things and I was sharing these things with my clients. And so I thought, well, actually, you would probably want to get your hands on them if you're looking to do one of these things, for example to create a really great landing page that converts. I've nailed that. My landing pages convert at like between 70 and 75% all the time. <laughs> so why would you want to be out there wading through all that information uh, when you could just get the answers? So this is something that's really central to the way that I conduct my business. It's I'm really interested in just giving you, whether or not you're a customer of the template shop, whether or not you're one of my one-to-one clients, whether or not you're a listener to the podcast, whether or not you're in Limitless Money, my new course, my desire always is to give you exactly what you need, no more and no less. And so I'm really committed to that. My clients will even tell you that So my private coaching clients, they get access to everything I create. So they're all really excited about Limitless Money and they all can have any of my templates from the template shop. And I also have a library of training videos, little how-tos to help them with things that I know that often clients get stuck with. But I don't just give them access to them. I don't just say, oh, here's the library of templates or here's the library of how-to videos. I curate their information for them because I desperately want to save them from that information overload. So if buying a course has just added to your sense of information overload, then it has failed you and it's not your fault if you then don't complete it because it's so easy to feel like, oh, there's just more to do and it it actually puts you off to going back to the course and doing any more because it just feels overwhelming, right? Now, the third reason why courses may have failed you is that they just take too much time. This is one of the biggest ones for us, right? We do have more demands on our time as mothers and business owners, right? And we don't want to be working all hours. And therefore, we don't want to be spending hours and hours each week wading through the content of a course, And so course creators, like I've mentioned before, and maybe you've laughed at this with me too, anytime that you've seen it happening, course creators often think that giving you like 60 hours of video content to find the time for is somehow a good thing. We're all laughing like, who has time for that? 60 hours of video content and you're marketing this as a plus. (laughs) I see it all the time. And that's before we even get into the workbooks and the homework that they're parading in front of you and the group that you feel obliged to show up in. Now, some of these things might be tools that can help you out for sure, and especially when they're done the right way. But more often than not, what I see is that the amount of time spent that you need to invest in a course is way too high, that the course creators are expecting way too much of a time commitment from you. And you and I both know that if we have something that feels like a massive time commitment, it just adds pressure to us. We have a lot going on with between running our businesses, looking up after our families, taking care of ourselves. If we have a course that just feels like this 
beast that needs to so much time and attention. It's no wonder that we just stop going there, stop implementing what we've learned, slow right down because it just feels like too big of a task. And so that course has failed you if that's been the case, right? And so if all you wanted when buying a course was a shortcut, because really that's the reason to buy courses, right? And actually you've been given something that sucks your time instead. Like, let's just all have a little smile at the irony of that, shall we? (laughs) Okay, number four, uh, the fourth reason why courses have failed you is that they're just not designed for you. No offense. I mean that for me too. They're just not designed for us, right? So, Maybe they were created by somebody who is like some young whippersnapper. I can use that word, young whippersnapper, because I'm like 37 now and (laughs) I'm a mother and I can look at these young people trotting around the globe in their 20s with their laptop lifestyle and think, yes, good for them, but that's not my life. And maybe that kind of a person would love nothing more than to spend, say, I don't know, all day on a Sunday diving into the meat of a, a chunky course whatever the case, more often than not, the courses that we consume have not been designed mindfully to actually help us achieve the learning outcomes that we desire. So this can be in a couple of ways. This can be that the person creating the course just doesn't really understand your lifestyle and therefore how a course needs to fit into your life. Um, But the other thing, another pet peeve of mine, I'm kind of airing a couple of pet peeves today, (laughs) is that I think it comes from having spent so long as a trainer in the corporate space. So for all 10 of the years that I was in the investment bank that I was in, uh, one of my hats that I wore was as a trainer. So I was in charge of training for our entire department. I would do all manner of different training courses. Um, and I love learning design. I actually really geek out over learning design, which is what some of my clients will be able to tell you because anytime they've created anything that is helping somebody else to learn I really help them dig into how they can facilitate those learning outcomes in the best possible way for the people that they want to serve. And I think this is something that gets really overlooked because people have been sold this idea of you can scale your business by creating a course or a membership or whatever the thing is. And so they just think about, well, okay, what do I know that I can pass on? But they don't really get clear on what are the learning outcomes that I want to facilitate? What results do I genuinely want to help people to get? And how am I going to make sure, like damn certain, that these people get these results? And so as somebody who has spent so long in training and learning design, that really irks me when the proper care and attention hasn't been given to whether or not you are actually set up for success in this course because you've spent good money often on these courses and even if it was only a I don't know a seven dollar or forty seven dollar courses we see sometimes out there you know these like little kind of mini courses and things even in those instances you know if you're asking somebody to spend their money on your course then it is your duty to make sure that you are setting up the course in a way 
that delivers that outcome. So if you're thinking of creating a course, I'd love you to think about that. But if you've just been consuming courses and you felt like they've failed you, I'd love you to have a think about, was that really on you? I'm and really the message today is no, it's not your fault. And have a think about, did this course set me up for success? Was this course set up in a way that fits me? Was it designed for me? And was it designed in a way that married the result that I wanted to get from this course with a method of delivery that actually gave me the best possible chance of that happening? Unfortunately, more often than not, that's not true. And so because courses haven't been designed for you, it's not your fault if they've been failing you. And now the last one, now this one kind of gets overlooked. So maybe you've actually noticed some of these things before. Maybe you've bought a course and realized actually there's just too much information in it. Maybe you've bought a course and actually realized that, you know what, this time spend that they're expecting from me here is unrealistic. But maybe you haven't thought about this one. Buying a course that isn't designed for you, that takes too much time for you to actually complete, that doesn't really set you up for success and it contains too much information and overloads you. Do you know what the impact is of buying a course that fails you? Unfortunately, it can really harm your money mindset and your trust in yourself. And here's why. If you buy something that feels too much and therefore you don't want to keep showing up for it, if you buy something that hasn't set you up in a way that you can actually go and implement the things that you're learning really easily and therefore you don't finish the course or you don't get the results that you were hoping from the course or the course adds just that feeling of pressure to you, what happens? Well, so often we can feel guilt and actually a bit ashamed for the fact that we've spent good money on something we haven't done and we can blame ourselves and when we blame ourselves for something which in this case really wasn't your fault but when we blame ourselves for things relating to money we start to break the trust with ourselves because if you think about it what message is being sent back to your subconscious it's I invested money in this thing and I haven't finished it I feel like I should have finished it I feel like I've failed I feel like I haven't shown up for that investment and then therefore the conclusion becomes I can't trust myself to invest in the next thing I can't trust myself to show up for the course when really it wasn't that you failed to show up for it it was that the course failed you does that make sense and can you see how actually if we're not careful investing in things that don't serve us can actually just cause us more harm unless we're really mindful of them so The summary is, it's not your fault. So if you're like, okay, Corey, I get it. Courses have been failing me and I'm kind of relieved to learn that it's not my fault. But now what? Well, I want to give you some takeaways before we get into the dash of woo and everything else we've still got to talk about. Um, But I really want you to feel like not only have we shined a light on why courses might have been failing you and then it's not your fault, but what you can actually do, because I'm not saying that courses are all terrible or you should never invest in anything ever again, quite the opposite, but I'm just saying let's just do it now that we've shined a light on some of the facets of courses that can fail us. Let's be really mindful in our spending decisions and also for the people out there thinking of creating courses or who have created courses, I'd love you to think about all of this in relation to what you're delivering and what you're putting out there. 
Okay, so the first thing to consider is, is a course that you're considering the right format for learning this thing? Because that's a really good question. Sometimes somebody's just chucked something in a course because that's the only vehicle they knew of to deliver that information to you. If it's something practical that you're trying to learn, let's say... I don't know, Facebook ads, have a look through the modules. Do you really need all of those modules? Could a couple of hours on Google or YouTube suffice or a bit of fiddling around and testing it out yourself? Or could you look at the list of modules and like, let's keep on this example of like a Facebook ad course and see that maybe there's 10 modules in there, but really there's two in there that you know that you need then intentionally buy it knowing that you're only going to complete those two so that you don't then carry forward that guilt for having not completed it. Does that make sense? The other thing to consider, particularly if it's something practical that you're looking to invest in in terms of a course, is how much would it cost you to get somebody else to do this for you? That gets really overlooked because we've been sold this idea that we must DIY everything, right? And sometimes it actually would cost you the same amount or maybe only slightly more to pay a professional to just do it for you. Do you really need to learn this? So I have definitely succumbed to buying courses that I don't need in the past. And so a question that I ask myself now, anytime I'm feeling tempted is, will learning this really serve my clients? So what I mean by that is, do I need this information? Is this something that I can learn and then pass on to my clients or my audience? Does that make sense? So for example, with Facebook ads. Now, I am guilty of having bought a Facebook ads course before and not done it. (laughs) Because guess what? I didn't have time. (laughs) And so now, of course, I pay somebody to manage my Facebook ads for me. Kim does a marvelous job of it. Um, And the point being, I thought about when I was thinking about getting serious about Facebook ads. So i I should explain that I bought the course like way back and then just didn't do it. But at the point at which I was like, okay, now seems like a good time to be doing this in my business. I thought, do I want to learn this for myself? And I thought, well, is there any benefit? Do I really want to be teaching Facebook ad expertise to my clients? No, because that's not my zone of genius, right? And so it's not going to add anything to my zone of genius. It's not going to add to the skills that I want to be passing on to you as a listener, to my clients, to my customers, right? So therefore, it's not worth me acquiring this knowledge. It's much better for me to pay somebody to do it for me. Does that make sense? That's a question that can really serve you. Um, The second thing I want to note here is, is the person delivering the course that you're thinking of investing in living in integrity? But what I mean by that is, are they showing you that they are living by the things that they're teaching? Are they living the kind of life you want to be living, which is especially important if you're actually buying anything that is more mindset-based and less practical, or um, if you're thinking investing in a coach or a mentor, it's really important that you look at that person and think, are they those several steps ahead in terms of how I want to be conducting myself or running my business or living my life? Because if actually they are living a completely different type of lifestyle or you don't sense this feeling of integrity that they're teaching something that they truly believe in and that they are living themselves every day then find somebody else (laughs) the third thing is 
ask yourself, how much time will this take me to complete? And can I reasonably and realistically achieve that? So you, you want to be, if you're thinking of investing in a course, whether it's practical mindset, anything, you want to be looking at how long is this actually going to take me? And can I carve the time out of my schedule to do that? And if so, I'd suggest even making a mini plan of how you're going to do that, because otherwise it's just so easy to start a course, dig into the first couple of modules or items that they give you and then fall off course because life gets in the way because really you didn't have time for it. So you can save yourself the feeling of pressure that that adds to you when you know that you had intended to be doing this course and you're only part of the way through it by making a plan and sticking to the plan or deciding that actually no this isn't the right time for me to do this because it's going to require too much of my time and I just don't have that time right now. Okay, and so if you're thinking of creating a course, my biggest takeaway for you is just do it with the utmost intention. Make it your priority to think about your course users, about what they really need, about the result you want to help them achieve, and the best way to get them in their unique circumstances there. Get them to their end goals. How can you do that in the best possible way for them? ignore what everybody else is doing online. When everybody else zigs, I like to zag and I suggest you do the same. Just ignore what else is the norm out there and come to it from a place of creativity and innovation if you can and find a way to really serve the people that you want to serve in a way that sets them up for success and helps them with those learning outcomes because it helps them. They get what they really wanted out of the course that you're providing and it helps you because guess what? People who make it all the way through your course and are happy with the outcomes are going to keep coming back for more of the things that you're offering and they're going to be shouting from the rooftops about how great your course is because it will be so different from other things out there okay okay next up I'm going to reveal how much I spent or should I say wasted (laughs) on courses that didn't serve me because I think that you might just find that interesting and then we'll get to today's dash of woo which by the way I totally forgot dash of woo on the last episode not sure how that happened But before we do this, I want to tell you about my course, Limitless Money, because I am so passionate about this subject of courses failing us. And that's one of the reasons why I created this course in the way that I did. So to give you a bit of insight, I have had this deep desire to teach you everything that I know about how to use your mindset to create money with ease everything that I've learned and do on a daily basis and teach my clients to do because I don't like sitting on knowledge. I think that's selfish, right? I think that you'll probably know from this podcast that when I find out how to do something, my first instinct is to come and tell you about it and to teach you how to do the same. So when I was sitting in France in May celebrating my first 20k cash month, I was feeling like immensely grateful that I was able to do it in a way that I get to work 25 hours a week maximum. I'd taken actually a lot of time off that month, so even less, and enjoying what I do so much. It just lights me up and living really the kind of life that previously felt like a dream to me. And I felt wrong in that moment for sitting on this information. I was like feeling that urge again to really be able to bring this to you because I don't want to be keeping these methods to myself and to my clients. And so 
That's just not what I want because what I want is for any mother who desires to earn more money to have the mindset that she needs to make that happen. And so although it had been on my heart to find a way to share this with you for a really long time, it felt like a missing piece of the puzzle for me, but I had been resisting doing anything about it because I was definitely not going to create another course that fails you for all the reasons that you've described. But in that moment, when I was sitting there in France, looking out at the mountains and enjoying a glass of pink champagne with my husband, because you know that's how we like to celebrate, I just decided, I just decided that I was going to find a way to give this to you. And it never ceases to amaze me, maybe you've experienced this too, just how quickly the universe responds when you set that clear intention, when you make that decision like in your soul that something's going to happen. And it was the next day that the idea for how to deliver this course came to me. The idea to make it entirely audio because I know that that's the format that I find easiest to consume and I'm exactly the same as you. I'm a mother and a business owner too, right? And so I poured everything that I know about learning design and everything that I teach and live about money mindset into limitless money for you. It was just the most perfect timing that the idea came to me because as I'm creating this course off the back of my now second 20k cash month in my business, I get to channel these high frequency money vibes into the very fabric of the course, which to me just makes it so extra special and is the best possible reason for having made that money to be able to channel those vibes into something for you. So you probably already know this, but this is a total passion project for me. All I desire, really, if I'm truthful from this launch, is to welcome as many women into Limitless Money as want to be in there to transform the mindsets of every single woman who buys this course, because I've built it in a way that means that you can, for once, buy a course that you truly learn from, truly implement the teachings, and truly transform with. I'm so proud of the method for doing that, which I've created here. I'm so proud to have a course that I know will serve you and change you in the best possible ways. And I know will perhaps be the first course that you actually complete because you don't need to make time for it because there's no information overload because you're learning the money mindset work that I do daily to keep creating bigger and better results for myself and if it works for me and it works for my clients there's absolutely no reason why it won't work for you as well right and that's why this course is $299 I don't know if you've had a look around on these interwebs, but there are money mindset courses out there for way more. We're talking sometimes even like 10 times that. And I could have priced this course much higher. I'm fully aware of that because I can say with the utmost confidence that this course is better than the others, better for you because it is designed specifically for you, right? But here's the thing. I've intentionally priced it low because I want you to have it. That's simple as as it is. I want you to have it. It isn't about how much money I can make from this launch. It's about how much money you can make from buying this course. That's the point here. And it's about how much money you can make from experiencing this new way of learning. So Anyway, I've allowed myself to get a little bit carried away there from just speaking from the heart. I'm just so passionate about this and I'm so excited about what this will do for you. I mean, 
let's just be honest, how good is it that this course will help you to learn how to rely on the continuous flow of money rather than constantly worrying about where it's coming from or where it's going to next? I know what that feels like. I used to be there and it feels so much better, let me tell you, to be in a place where I can just feel like I know that I can rely on money being in abundant supply for me. This course will help you to mend your relationship with money and I'm going to be doing, I can't remember if it's a live stream or a podcast episode, something soon, on how I've actually healed my relationship with money because the process that I've used to do that myself is exactly what I'm teaching in the course, it's exactly what I do with my clients and it is such a game changer. When you mend your relationship with money, it makes it so much easier for you to welcome more of it into your life with so much ease, right? Because you're not blocking it anymore. You're not resisting it anymore. And this course is also going to help you to open up to possibilities for making more money without compromising on time with your family, because that's what's important to us, isn't it? And it's just going to help you to feel financially free so that you can start saying yes to more of the things that make life really great, whatever those things are for you. For me, it has been things like spa days, as you know, I'm off there on Monday, more date nights with my husband, more family travel, even small things like being able to afford like all organic food. That's the kind of thing that floats my boat. I don't know about you, but (laughs) whatever that would mean to you. This course has the ability to empower you to feel financially free. And one of my favorite things about this course is that I know that when I empower you in this way, that you will also learn how to pass on healthier beliefs, healthier behaviors around money to your children and create this legacy of abundance, which is my biggest mission. Really everything that I'm doing in my business is fueled by this mission to create a legacy of abundance that's directly through my clients, a legacy of abundance in my life, and then through the podcast, through everything that I create. It's really to pass this on and spread it wider and deeper so that we're not passing on the legacy of scarcity and lack mindset that so many of us inherited, but passing on a legacy of a mindset of abundance and a reality of abundance like that's just just the best for me anyway if you desire those kind of results and outcomes for yourself then head over to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless get your buns inside the course you're going to love it and can i just ask you one favor please when you're making the decision whether or not limitless money is the thing that you want to do right now I would love you to just make that decision from a place of self-love, not from a place of fear. Too often we make decisions based on fears. Acknowledge fears if you have them, put them to one side, but just empower yourself to make the best decision truly for you in that moment. That's all I ask. Okay, corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. Okay, let's get to today's dash of woo and let me reveal my course spending. So I totted it up and I have spent money on a total of seven courses. Now, to be truthful, there may have been others that have slipped through the cracks, but those are the seven that I can definitely remember. (laughs) Isn't that terrible? All of them, without exception, incomplete. Yep, I haven't completed one of those seven courses. That's pretty terrible, right? Luckily, I know that it's not my fault. (laughs) And so the grand total in dollars, it's in dollars because most of them I paid for in dollars, to be fair, isn't too bad. And here's why. 
the first course that I invested in was uh, Meteor. It was like around the, I think the 500, just shy of $500 mark. And it was good. There were some bits in it that helped me and it just felt like too much. And it felt like too many things being added to my to-do list. And there was stuff in there that wasn't relevant and I never finished it. I got about a third of the way through. And so I realized at that point, yeah, this did not serve me. And so that actually made me more wary to spending big sums of money on courses selling really practical things. And so I stopped doing that, but I was still susceptible for a good old while on spending just, you know, those small courses that you see, like the $7, the $27, all these things. Um, And some of them, you know, might have been good. And some of them I have got little bits from. I'm not, I'm not like, don't get me wrong. I'm not slating all of them and saying they're all terrible or anything. But the point is, is I didn't finish any of them. So as good as the content might have been, (laughs) it didn't set me up for success, right? Um, So the grand total that dollar amount that I spent on courses that I have not completed is $698. It's quite a lot of money, right? When you think about what else we could have done with that, that's like a really nice weekend away, potentially, <laughs> somewhere in the country. Um, and if you're listening in the UK, that's probably, I don't know, what's that, about £600, I guess. You know, nothing to be sniffed at, is it? Uh, luckily, I have let go of all of the guilt and shame and pressure that those courses did, to be honest, create in me at first. And so that's what I'm going to help you do now with today's Dash of Woo, because it's time we let go of that. So here we are, today's Dash of Woo. What is a Dash of Woo? It's a small practical mindset or manifestation tip designed to take what we've been talking about and give it that little extra oomph. So because I've been trying to get you to let yourself off the hook today and see that it's not your fault if courses haven't been serving you, What I really want us to do right now is just to let go of that negative energy, that shame, that guilt, that pressure, whatever that's feeling like for you when you think about those courses that are sitting there on your virtual shelf, unfinished, maybe even untouched. It's time to let go of that because carrying around that negative feeling around them isn't serving you. So I want you to close your eyes if you can or if you can't because you're doing something else. That's fine. Just imagine this though. I want you to imagine the negative energy whatever that feeling is pinpoint that feeling that comes up for you when you think about the courses that you haven't done or haven't completed or didn't get the result that you wanted I want you to imagine blowing that energy into a balloon tying the balloon up and letting the balloon drift out of you you may have heard me use this before it's a really effective technique to see it float off into the distance and now I want you to check in with yourself and feel can you feel lighter already Can you feel that that energy has left you? Allow yourself to really release that energy. If you need to repeat it again, you can do that. It's a really good time to actually take a large breath out, really blow out that negative energy and just feel it releasing from your body another way to release this is just to imagine it kind of like dripping down from your fingertips into the ground and melting away whatever works for you visually but just imagine that energy leaving you it's not serving you it wasn't your fault it's time to let it go and instead what I want you to do because now that you've made space for it by letting go of that energy I just want you to feel your heart filling up with a golden love and energy of forgiveness of self-acceptance of self-trust and just feel that spreading all through your body warming you as it goes spreading out from your heart 
down through your fingertips, down into the ground, spreading love into the earth, down through your legs, through your toes, out the top of your head, literally filling your body with a golden loving energy and feeling that you have completely forgiven anything that needs to be forgiven, let go of any pressure that you're putting on yourself and just filled with this golden energy of love instead. Yay, doesn't that feel better? I feel better even just thinking about it too. <laughs> okay, so I hope you have enjoyed today's show. If you have and you want to find out more, go over to the show notes that you can find at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash courses have failed you. And don't forget, we're closing the doors on Limitless Money soon. So head over there, corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. Get yourself in there. You're going to love it. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.